0: 超不热 the podcast that digs deep into the entire filmographies of Hollywood's biggest film franchises. I'm Scott Corelli.
1: Nick Jimenez, runner.
0: And today we have a between Uh We just wrapped our Matrix miniseries, uh, talking about Resurrections last week. Mm-hmm. And um, now we are,
1: it's our transition episode. You guys know how We've, it works. We're here again. We are. Yeah. Uh, so Scott, what were your thoughts on, on the matrix? Like, you know, you, 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 you handled research on this. Do you think you kind of came out of the other side looking at the series in a different way?
0: Um, yes and no. I mean, you know, I think there was a, a little bit of an element of that, but, um, it was mostly... I don't know. It was it was it was a weird miniseries um, because, like, yeah, I did learn about you know how the Matrix was made, but also the Wachowskis are so sort of creatively mysterious. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't do commentaries. You know, they don't right. do a lot of interviews. So there was a lot of material for the Matrix. And then very little material for any of the sequels mm-hmm. um in terms okay. of in terms of research, so it was really more of like interpreting um got it, which made yeah. it a very different kind of mini series, I think, as a result,
1: right, compared to like with Robert Rodriguez, he was like an open book, right, or like Wes Craven, you had no shortage of like interviews or commentaries to look at right right exactly, yeah, there. They're an enigma for a few, you know, for a lot of reasons. I and I, I and I think, like, you just described some of them, where, you know, they're not as available as other filmmakers of their, of their generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it just makes their work that... I think it makes you watch the films themselves <clears throat> that much closer, because, yeah. like, that's all you have. Yeah.
0: I think there's a lot... That's why there's so much you know interpreting with their films about like the personal nature of the films and mm. drawing lines between their personal lives and the art that they've given us because it's the only thing we have in most cases you know yeah
1: yeah they don't uh, <clears throat> yeah they don't do like hour-long Q&A's at like the new Bev or Mm-mm. like Reddit AMA's or stuff like that yeah they just don't seem to really have any interest in that sort of thing um I I really I come back a lot to I think about that scene in Matrix Resurrections where it is, you know, game designer Neo getting a coffee mm-hmm. and he's just like a dude in his fifties that's trying to get a coffee, but that programmer Jude is just like, Hey, you made the Matrix, you made my life, whoa, did you ever think about it? And he's like, Just i I just want to get my coffee. Yeah. Of I bet like I bet they are just like normal people in their fifties. Yeah. You know, they're like, uh, I'm, you know, my rave days are over. Yeah. Like, I just kind of want to go home every night and just like drink wine. Yeah. That's, that's a,
0: a, that's an interesting thing, too, because it's like, I, I don't, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't, because they don't talk a lot outside of like, they don't, I don't know if they watch movies. You know, like I know that's Mm, like that's such like a weird thing. But like I think about somebody who like like Edgar Wright, right? Who like talks Mm -hmm. about his influences all the time, Mm -hmm. talks about watching movies all the time, you know, and they seem to be very inspired by films that they watch, but once they did the Matrix, it does feel like I can't imagine them watching other people's movies anymore.
1: Right. Like (laughs) have they seen like a shape of water? Yeah. Yeah. What do they what do they think of yeah. You're right. Did it like Billie Eilish? Do you think she's cool? I don't know. Very strange. It similar to I think we we had similar uh, thoughts about Wes Anderson, where the idea of Wes Anderson coming home after a long day's work, turning on the Roku and watching Hacks,
0: <laughs> is just, like yeah
1: hard to hard
0: to picture. Right. I can picture him like, you know, watching like a. Uh... No, see, I don't think he washes anything at home. I can only picture him going to a theater.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just yeah, he just goes home. He he's like uh, he's like Ray Finds in uh, Grand Budapest. He's just staring at the wall, eating his soup.
0: Yeah, yeah, that seems right. That feels mm-hmm. right. Or out on a balcony. That's I I picture him out on a balcony overlooking mm-hmm. like Paris.
1: <sighs> yeah, <coughs> another eating day like a little, <laughs> eating a little tin can of sardines or something. Yeah. Uh I think I I, I express this to you off mic or I'm I'm sure I've said it in a, in, a, in a few podcasts but uh the quality of guests we had on the Matrix mini series were were pretty humbling. Oh, well, uh
0: you know, I I was very lucky to find the people that I found and that they agreed to be on. Um but you know, it was it was a goal of mine to have you know, only sort of like gender,
1: mm, gender nonconforming. Yeah, ge- non-binary. Tra-
0: transgender, non-bin- non-binary. Guess for this because I thought it was important for, I don't know, just like an overall scope of the of the of the mm. the series. Um, and of course, you know, the Wachowskis being behind it, and again, that that sort of interpretation aspect of like. This uh, That has
1: to mean something, right? That, like, this can't... Well, know- yeah, like, I, I remember when we were, you know, in particular the, Relo- the Reloaded episode with Maeve, I remember, like, thinking, like, yeah, I know a lot about movies. I think I know a fair amount about movies. And then that entire conversation, they were just, like, just hitting all these different attack points and finding all these different layers and meetings. Or, like, you're e- or even, like, uh, shifting my opinion on a technical level of what does and doesn't work. I mean, the their, their burly brawl headcanon like right just blew my mind yeah and and it's just so um i think what i like about these movies is in an age where so many especially commercial filmmaking is asking so little of us intellectually Mm -hmm. of like no this needs to be like a fucking like dark ride at disney you know like there cannot be any kind of like The audience, they need to know exactly what's happening, you know, and they I can't think of a single Wachowski, except except maybe Speed Racer. But I just like how cumbersome they can be. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, I
0: do like the level of interpretation, the level of interpreting it is asking the audience to do Mm -hmm. um, and without giving you any answers. Whereas, like, you think of, like, someone like Christopher Nolan, Who um, is a guy who a large portion of society, of of film goers, um, Mm -hmm. feel is like a real out there filmmaker. And like, oh, yeah, like, man, like, uh, you know, uh, Inception blew my mind, you know, that Mm -hmm. whole thing. And then and, and like, you know people like us, like we go and we watch and it's like, well, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I don't know. Um,
1: Right. And and that's kind of ironically why he's as, as popular as a filmmaker and why inception was such a huge fucking hit is because you could be from, you could be someone who only sees like one movie a year or someone who goes on the internet every day of their lives and you watch inception and it's just like, you know, like a Maserati. Right. Right. And because I don't think, it seems to me like Nolan part of the trick for him is getting the audience to feel a certain way. Yes. Like Inception is literally on a, even a meta level about trying to elicit an emotional reaction from a very selective audience member. Right. That's true. And and I don't think a lot of I don't I don't think the Wachowski's think about the audience very much when they make these movies. No. I don't think so. They seem really like even, like almost on like we're talking about Wes Anderson really just seems to like a painter have an image and they have an image in their heads of what they want to make. And they're just trying to bring that to life.
0: Even the matrix, because they had to like pull a lot of punches in the matrix, but Mm -hmm. the audience that I think that they were pulling those punches for, Mm -hmm. um, were studio execs who were giving them money to make the money movie in the first place. You know, not, not the intended audience for the film. Um, Mm -hmm. they wanted a, they wanted the check, you know what I mean? Um, so like when they turned everybody into batteries, I think they knew this doesn't make any sense, right? There's not this Mm -hmm. much electricity in a human body. Like it doesn't make any sense to make them batteries, but it makes the movie Emotional more stuff. easy to understand for the studio exec to mm, have Morpheus okay. just pick up a battery and be like, see, you know, Look, this is what yeah. it is. Um, this, this is you. <laughs> um, that's stupid. This is very easy to understand. Um But yeah. like, I think the original intention was a way more complex um situation mm-hmm. about like the Matrix is run on the human brain or the collective human brains mm-hmm. of all of humanity. Um yeah, But sure. it was like. It was just way too uh, out there for uh, a 1998 studio exec to understand, you know,
1: Uh, give us something. Yeah. And, you know, the it's easy to, I think, look at the, the Wachowski filmography and think of the missed opportunities. Mm hmm. Like, what if Speed Racer hadn't bombed? What if Jupiter Ascending hadn't bombed? What if Cloud Atlas hadn't bombed? What if Matrix Resurrections hadn't bombed? And now that I'm kind of on the other side of this adventure, I kind of, and maybe this is me being glass half full guy, but I can't believe, it's a miracle that we have as many near uncompromised Wachowski projects as we do. That is mind-boggling to think about, yeah. I was thinking that during Jupiter Ascending of like, How were they still able to like nat 20 charisma roll this kind of money after like a decade of, you know, bomb after bomb after then periods of inactivity followed by a bomb?
0: Now, imagine if they went to like D.C., you know, they have that relationship with Warner Brothers and they were like, right, we'll make something for you. Like Superman. Yeah, we'll make Superman or we'll make, I don't know, Plastic Man. They'd always wanted mm-hmm. to do that. Um, there's that script that is floating around. But, uh, uh, you know, whatever. They make like a DC movie and it comes out and it's a huge hit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Imagine what would happen after that like right yeah they they've been writing this high just off of the first matrix movie and the sequels which were very financially successful sure yeah. um you know
1: but writing that but they high were this whole they were time, still from the creators of the matrix trilogy yes yes up and
0: yeah for 20 years 30 yes. years um and i think that it'll be interesting to see what happens next on the other side of resurrections because that was like that really was
1: like the last sure thing ticket to punch they had left yeah it was their last kind of like you know to be really cynical about it you know their last kind of like coupon for hollywood it was like well they got another matrix in there but could always squeeze another matrix out of them right and now that that's out of the barrel and now that that underperformed i could very easily see you know studio executive types being like no yeah like what what do we what, what do you have to give us anymore right right they didn't even want the the one thing of yours that was really financially successful, right? Because you were too fucking weird, <laughs> right? But then if they if they did a, a, an adaptation
0: that was super successful, I could see them then like op- open open up, up the floodgates on the other side of that, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what both of them do in the years forward. I, I hope their journey as as filmmakers isn't over, right? Um, but if it is, like what a run like hats
0: off. <laughs> I know. Crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I had a really good time revisiting those films and really diving deep into them. And uh, I don't know that I really need to bother. We need to bother ranking them. Cause there's only four <laughs> of them. And I, yeah, I, thank you. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I don't know how I would rank these to be honest.
0: No, I have no idea.
1: Um, but uh, cause like, I mean, objectively, I think if I, you know, if I was any kind of like film critic or anything, you know, The first one is such a miracle Mm -hmm. and such like, you know, somehow still underrated as an action movie. Yeah. I think because it's remembered as like science fiction. That's true. But like, I would stack this up to like Aliens and T2 or Point Break. Yeah. You know, the first Matrix. Yeah. Um, But I have such nostalgia for Reloaded and that summer and that aesthetic. Yeah. And... Just like, you know, the the car chase and the the freeway chase. Yeah, seeing all your friends again, seeing all my old buddies again. Yeah, the the werewolf brothers (laughs) and the ghost twins, of course. (laughs) Um, and then yeah, like I just love how go for broke the fourth one is. Yeah,
0: I love I love how how small and um subtle the movie is uh, in some aspects I mean obviously the meta stuff isn't subtle but it's not supposed to be subtle um, mm. but uh, but it's also
1: not like Gremlins 2 the way I've heard it described <laughs> by some right. people
0: it's not at all um, it's not at all uh, I uh, yeah I really love I really love Resurrections um, mm-hmm. so uh, so that brings us to we're, we're going to be starting Pirates next week um mm-hmm. that is a, a a five film journey um across oh, yeah, the seven seas mm-hmm.
1: um to the Isle of Tortuga.
0: yes indeed uh it 's a lot of fun it 's a really fun mini series i think um I had oh, so much fun revisiting those movies and especially talking about them um so <laughs> yeah. we had some great guests we
1: do um, there's some great guests um i'm some really, really crazy. Behind-the-scenes stuff I, I, I found. Can't wait to share.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, really, really good stuff. So um, that is what's coming next. Uh, our franchise potential um, airing today on Patreon is for Jupiter Ascending. So if you want to hear us talk more about the Wachowskis, um, that's over on uh, on the Patreon, support. Coming on yep. the other side of Pirates, we have The Lone Ranger because how could we not talk mm-hmm. about the lone ranger uh in in regards to the pirates of the caribbean series
1: mm. um, Two america's sweethearts yeah indeed
0: uh it is the the reteaming of Johnny Depp and Gore Verbinski and it did not go quite as well as the first time that those two paired up nope. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that um then that will be the end of what we're calling Season 1 of Franchisography. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a break. We're going to be off for the summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we come back in the fall, um, we'll be back with Season 2. And I think it's I think we should maybe announce what we've got on the docket. Sure. Okay. So Season 2... Um, which we will be starting in the fall. Um, we we have, uh, I think we're going to start off with the Jurassic Park series. Um, and the reason for that is basically that, like, Nick and I were just talking one day, and we were talking about the new Jurassic World movie, and we were like, yeah, we're probably going to rewatch all of those before it. I was like, well, if we're going to rewatch them all anyway, mm-hmm. we might as well record a miniseries about it, right? yeah yeah so of course yeah so um so that's that's going to be the the sort of maiden voyage of season two will be the jurassic park um series so there's that um we're not sure what the second thing is yet um but we're mulling it over Mm -hmm. um and uh but the third thing will be our listener pick our 2022 listener pick um which will um uh, be uh, our third mini series of season two and that is rocky um this was a very interesting listener tournament listener pick it tournament. was yeah um you know batman was in there early on and Looked like the
1: odds on favorite for sure
0: yes for sure um and and rocky just stuck it out and like Every time it won, it only won by like one or two votes. You're right. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, um, but uh, uh, yeah, especially it,
1: the Batman, the final Batman match was pretty close.
0: Yeah, it was while. pretty close. It was it was like within like five, I think, within five mm-hmm. votes, something like that. Um, but so uh, thank you to
1: all that participated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Made it fun couple of uh couple of
0: interesting losses uh throughout it that I I was like I took note of um one oh, of really? the main things yeah one of the main things was the um lack of participation in and the sort of adamant uh uh, uh desire
1: to not have horror Dueling genre and I love I I love our community. Yeah, this is just something I've noticed. Kind of a horror averse community. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, we're, I am we're kind of the odd ones that. out. Yeah, I'm realizing that. Um, yeah, because I I I sort of had all my I had all of my uh, my my uh, uh, chips on Chucky. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I I but like no,
1: it was not. Yeah. just wasn't going to happen. Was not. In and the then. And then we had Paranormal Activity versus Insidious, and that was kind of one of our least participated in yeah, races, I think. Where right?
0: people just couldn't even bother to vote. Like, that's how little yeah. they cared because they're like, well, we don't want either one of those to win regardless. <laughs> so, like,
1: I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it's, matter. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's sobering because, you know, there's a lot of options in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, we could always just pick chucky one day
0: yeah i mean i think that's the thing that i learned is that i'm not gonna put a horror series up for the the listener pick tournament anymore Mm -hmm. because it's not gonna win so like what's the point (laughs) um so i think when you really occasionally we'll just have to do a horror series
1: you know Mm, because we want to hear the theme the theme music i want to hear the
0: theme music and also i want to talk about the I want to talk about horror movies like I want to I want to do a super long series where we break down all of the Friday the 13th movies you know
1: yeah yeah I want um, to talk about Jason takes Manhattan of course and, and J- I feel and like Jason uh, in space Jason X absolutely Jason X I feel like if we did do a Jason series even the people who don't you know vibe with horror movies might just listen to us talk about them maybe I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully I did don't that know. happen this time. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let us know about the horror thing.
0: Uh, but, uh, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, I don't really care if I want to do a horror yes. video series. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we like,
1: well, <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like with the matrix. We just wanted to kind of talk about the matrix movies. Yeah. Yeah, we did. absolutely, And we had a great time. Yeah,
0: we did. Um, so that was a, that was a, that was a new, uh, wrinkle, but yeah. Mm. Um, we're going to do rocky and mm. um you pointed this out uh but it is a it is a series very very important to to me um both as uh just like personally you know it was um mm. uh i i i i proposed to my girlfriend in the same fashion that rocky proposed to adrian mm. <laughs> by taking her to the zoo um, and asking her what she was going to do for the next 40, 50 years. Um, so, uh, and then there, I have a, I have a signature cocktail on my reception, uh, that's called a Balboa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's a big deal for me. And then on top of that, being an Italian American, you know, you grow up and Rocky is one of your heroes. Um, sure. and, uh, because you don't get a lot of those as an Italian American, um, most of the people that are italian in movies are uh thieves and murderers um
1: so <laughs> fictional or non-fiction
0: yeah yeah so um rocky is a really meaningful thing and uh much like spy kids was very meaningful for you um now i'm getting i'm getting mine and i think that's uh
1: kind of poetic and uh nice yeah no yeah. it works out really well i'm happy it happened that way and i can't wait to hear you kind of dive into the you know, a like on a film level, like, yeah, I get into the story of how these movies got to where they are for, you know, Stallone's ego and artistry mm-hmm. and what it where movies were at at the time mm-hmm. and how Rocky both shaped that and was shaped by it. Yes. Um, but then also I'm really excited to hear, you know, where Scott was at, how Scott found each of these movies. Yes, you know? yes, absolutely. Um. um really, we should say we're also going into the creed series as well yes
0: yes definitely we will do the creed series as well i think you should probably take lead on those oh um, hell yeah in in terms of uh, research and whatnot um but uh i think that's gonna be it's gonna be a really really fun series um i can't wait to talk about my dad rocky balboa like i just can't
1: yeah wait. no yeah I'm excited. <laughs> he's the best um, and we get to finally hear the final uh franchisography. Oh, no, no, because, like, is Twilight a, was Twilight a drama?
0: Twilight was drama,
1: yeah. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, cool. yeah. So, so no, you're about to hear the final one, I think, with Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, although we will still have some, like, extra ones for, like, the super long ones that we're like, this mm-hmm. needs something special. Um, right. And one of those is definitely going to be the thing that's going to follow Rocky, um, and the last one that we're going to be announcing here, which is um, a mini series that is the same length as our X Men mini series, and that is Star Trek. Um, we're going to Star Trek. I am really excited about Star Trek, and originally we were we were going to do that um, earlier uh, in the in the schedule, but I think that uh, for multiple reasons we pushed it back. One because it, it just fit pretty nicely into our schedule however um it's also going to be coming out closer now to whatever this recently announced fourth Star Trek movie that's supposed to be coming out in Christmas of 2023 is right yeah
1: yeah um that surprised the cast yes <laughs> uh
0: I think they're all signed on now though
1: okay that's, yeah yeah
0: so they're all um yeah they talked about who was it it was Oh yeah! Now we've got a third Kirk. Did you see that? I did. I Crazy did Brave new worlds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Crazy. Um, third person playing Kirk. I guess we there had- is more yeah. Star Trek now at this moment than any point in history. That's true. That's true. Um, even if you just even if you just look at stuff airing right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's also. Um, I think there are there are more things, and also there are. Three active timelines, it seems. Was, yeah. Yeah. Cause there's whatever this Strange New Worlds timeline is, which is part of the Discovery timeline. There's the Kelvin timeline, which I guess Discovery isn't a part of. I always thought it was, mm, but apparently not. Okay. Um uh and then there's like Picard, which is
1: the old timeline. The prime the, the, the presumably the, the same timeline that like lower decks occupies.
0: Yeah, right. Yes. Weird. Yeah. Lower decks and Picard in the same timeline—so mm-hmm. strange. <laughs>
1: um, anyway, so we got a, so clearly you have a lot to talk about with Star Trek. Yes,
0: yes. Uh-huh. Um, I can't wait to talk about all of that. The the stories, yeah. the behind the scenes stories of those movies are mm-hmm. classics.
1: The legendary Shatner Nimoy rivalry. Oh boy, yeah. But you know, why do he get, get to direct a... a movie? I want to direct a movie. Uh, I, don't, I don't care what it is. <laughs> is this a <the> script? Fine. <laughs> I. You know, yeah. So like, you know, we we really we really went hard in the paint this first season. Mm-hmm. Um, we went nonstop. I, you know, filled like two notebooks of notes. Yeah. Bet- between like Men in Black to Matrix, yes, and everything in between. And you know, Scott and I, this isn't our only show, right? Uh, we have Geek by Night that we're we're really really excited about. Delivering the f- the final eight episodes of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who show that we do with Cass Redrickson. Right. And like those, you know, this show is so, you know, it's labor intensive. We love doing it, but mm-hmm. it takes a lot of work. And, you know, as a result, we've kind of let the other parts of the garden maybe not get watered in a while. Right. Right. Um, And this show, it
0: has struggled to find an audience. Um, yes. And uh, I'm not sure what that is. It's just not really, I guess it's just not really getting out there. Um, I don't know. And so the amount of work that we put in the show versus the amount of people listening to the show, um, it doesn't really make mathematical sense. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Compared to like, you know, we found out, and this was, you know, much to our surprise, you know, Geek by Night and TDC are both, kind of still regularly getting listeners Mm -hmm. and we were like, well, those listeners deserve new content too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And we love doing those shows as well. Right. Of course. Of course. It's a Um, win-win for us.
0: Yeah. So, so, you know, it's, we're, we're just putting the show, we're, we're taking a break and we're going to come back with season two with all those exciting things. And one that is not announced because we haven't figured out what it is yet. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm really excited about season two. I can't wait to get started on it. Um, but we definitely need a break. I'm getting married. So yeah, there's also that wrinkle to all of this. I'm helping. Yes. (laughs) Nick is helping. Um, (laughs) so it's, uh, there's a lot going on and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we both have jobs as well. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah. So what we'll ask everyone is, um, if you like the show, if you listen to the show and you like the show, tell people about it. Leave reviews on iTunes, five star reviews that are that are not just ratings. The ratings don't do anything. It's the reviews that matter. So like even if one sentence review, five star mm-hmm. review is hugely helpful in the stupid Apple podcast algorithms, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do that. You'd
1: recently discovered the thing about Spotify, right? Yeah, I was going to say Spotify, I think, is the inverse where I think you can only leave star ratings. Oh, okay. And can't leave text reviews. So, you know, and that kind of goes for, you know, if, if we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash DGP, that has like, you know, sold, like 600 podcasts. But yeah. that's money. And if you don't have extra money, then, like, you know, it'd be just like, oh, I really want to help out the show. I really want to help out the channel. Like, leaving a five-star review... On any, whatever app you're listening to this right now, mm-hmm. like would help us out quite a bit.
0: It would, it would help us out considerably. If everyone who listened to this left us a review, I mean, it would, it would blow up our, our, our iTunes or, or our Apple podcast presence. Um, and hopefully gain us a lot more listeners. It would be a huge, huge help. Um, so, If you want the show to keep going past season two, uh, I would recommend doing that. Um, This is neither a promise nor a threat. However, (laughs) it is worth pointing out that the same did not happen for my other show, Theme Park This, and we canceled it after season two because it was just too labor intensive and no one was
1: listening to it. So... I'm not saying that would necessarily happen here, but, you know. But, you know, like, there's only so many hours in the day that we have to record and research and make the quality of shows that we're used to. And that's why we have to do things like put shows on ice for months and months at a time. Like, you know, we haven't done TDC in a long time. We haven't done Geek by Night in a long time. Right. Right. Because we've had so much fun doing this. Right. It's true. Um, and then
0: speaking of the Patreon at duelinggenre.com slash support, um, or as, uh, as Nick pointed out, patreon.com slash DGP, um, they're the same link. Uh, they, <laughs> they, uh, 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 you know, we are doing lots of content there. We do three things, um, every week. Uh, we have top five, which is a show that I host where we, Me and a revolving panel of guests talk about other dueling genre hosts, talk about uh, a top five of any topic. So we've done sick day movies. We've done um, childhood movies. We've done best pilots, um, Mm -hmm. TV pilots. Uh, That's a show that I I think is a lot of fun and gets a lot of um, uh, cool uh, reactions and things like that. A um, lot, of, lot of cool discussion going on on the uh, Discord, which if you're not on our Discord, highly, highly recommend hitting up the Discord. I think our community on the Discord is one of the most positive experiences I've ever had on the Internet, period.
1: It's the Matrix Online of dueling genre. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why, see, you don't know this, but Nick is canonically dead. Uh, yeah, but only already, on the discord i 've been assassinated in a in a cutscene <laughs>
0: um, yeah so uh so definitely be on the discord, but if you want to hear more from us again patreon i 've got we 've got top five we 've got Dueling genre verses, which is like a rewatch podcast um so that mm-hmm. that shifts up I think this summer nick and i and 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 uh cast i don 't know we're we 're gonna do something just us, I think for mm-hmm. the verses over the summer i don 't know that we know what it is yet. But um For sure. Yeah. But but um, we'll be doing something over there.
1: Yeah, the Miyazaki episodes are pretty nuts. Oh yeah, so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Um so good. And then Ray's Battlestar Galactica episodes as well. Right. Those those are happening
0: currently as well. Um past gets of the show, Chris O'Connor has done Daredevil. Um mm-hmm. and uh there's been a lot. It's 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 a lot of content, you
1: guys. Yeah. Um and then of course every week Nick hosts a little show called Duel the Genre Tonight yeah it's our pop culture recap show uh every week I have at least one guest, and uh we talk about the latest news that happened in pop culture over the week and share like what we've been watching. We talk about trailers and uh it's been a lot of fun. It's been really cool, like getting to talk to other hosts and like you know it always generates conversation on the discord mm-hmm. and yeah, it's become become a really fun regular show that I do, yeah, yeah I'm on. At least once a
0: month, if not mm-hmm. more often than that. Yeah. Um, but I think the longest stretch that I've gone has been on, like not been on for a month and then been on, I think. For sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. You're like Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Yeah. Me. So
0: I, <laughs> I pop on there a lot. Um, and it's, uh, it is so fun. Everything we everything on the Patreon is so fun. Um, it's well worth your 3 to $5 a month. Trust me. Yeah. Mm. Um, you're going to be blown away by the amount of content that we do. Um, And that's to say nothing of like movie review specials that we do occasionally. um, And uh, obviously the franchise potential, which you guys know about. So, Well,
1: honestly, probably have more energy and time to do those more. Now that franchisography is, is taking a nap. That's true. That's true. Just TBH. Yep. Yep. That's true. I watched Cloud Atlas for this show, and that was a hundred percent my choice. No one asked me to do that, but yeah. still, yeah, that
0: was a that was a commitment. That was a commitment. I know how long that movie is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so it takes a long time to poison a guy at sea.
0: <laughs> oh man. So anyway, all that being said, we have one yes. more miniseries to go. Um, we this do. Season still. Uh, we're going to do Pirates of the Caribbean starting next week. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for you guys to hear this mini series. It is awesome. It is yes. so fun. Um We had a lot of fun. Yes. Uh I I I, I don't like to rank these mini you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um uh, I, so, th- yeah. I, I think they're always my favorite, like when we're doing mm-hmm. them. Um mm-hmm. but we did record the Pirates one concurrently with the Matrix one and mm-hmm. the Matrix ones were so heavy. That going to right. the pirates ones were just like oh this is this is like a vacation I love this so <laughs> right, yeah I hope that that energy plays um, when you guys are listening back to these but oh man they were so fun to record
1: <laughs> we do because we were doing them congruently I do find some pretty mind bending similarities between the two <laughs> yes that's true but let me know if I was getting just too close to the to the sun on that listeners yeah to say nothing about the
0: summer of two thousand three which. Was presumably right. the summer of Ma- of Matrix and resulted in the summer of Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Yes, uh, in true Jack Sparrow fashion. Yes,
0: just stole it right from under them. Yep, just took their boat, just,
1: by, by, by pretending to steal another boat. Yeah, just
0: just <laughs> stole their boat and then gradually drove it into the sea, <laughs> just sunk
1: it into the bottom of the <laughs> sea. <laughs> Leaving worse than you they were when they started. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man! So
1: that'll be fun. Hope you guys like that. Yeah, and, but um, uh, yeah, until really then? appreciate. Yeah, no, yeah. But appreciate appreciate the the listenership. Appreciate you spending your time with us. Yes, absolutely. Um, thanks, everyone.
0: Leave those five star reviews. We really appreciate that. Um, become a Patreon member. at dot slash support. And all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. we will be back next week with uh, 2003's Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Curse of the Black Pearl.
0: Curse of the Black Pearl. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. (laughs)